This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Hey, Ann, on this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about the return of Milwaukee Black Restaurant Week, Iron Great's barbecue partnership with the Traveling Beer Garden, Dream Dance's new spring menu, and the new Stone Creek on Downer. Hey, Ann, we're going to kick off This Bites with a really cool um, event that happens every year, at least the last three years in Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee Black Restaurant Week. It kicks off next week, April 15th to the 21st. The whole purpose is to uh, um, expose Milwaukee to some great black-owned restaurants in throughout the city. As you know, Milwaukee has been you know, in the press for some good reasons, some bad reasons, but a lot of the bad relates to segregation, race, and this opportunity to uh, expose people to really some cool businesses doing some amazing food throughout the city. Some amazing uh, places. I've been to Coffee Makes You Black. I had their chicken waffle. They're on there. There's Upper Yard Jamaican Restaurant, Rise and Grind Cafe, Irish Zulu, who we've talked about many, many times. We also have the legendary Mr. Perkins. You've been to Mr. Oh, Perkins. I love Mr. Yeah. Perkins. Uh, Tony's Barbecue, Daddy's Soul Food and Grill. I've been there. And Chic Underground. There's other restaurants as well. Is there any restaurant that that piqued your interest? I still haven't been to Pasta Peas. Have you? No. Okay. Well, we need to go there because I haven't been there and you haven't been there. Um, Tony's Barbecue Unlimited. Curious about that one. I heard good things about that place. And yeah, definitely Rise and Grind. Yeah, there's, I mean, Mm -hmm. certainly could hit a different place every day. Because what's interesting, like... There's also there's also concern we talked about it, the lack of women chefs and especially yeah. women chef owned restaurants. There's also the fact that there's very few black owned um, black chefs, yes. executive chefs in, yes. here and even in the country. Um, so it's uh, it's nice for them to highlight some of uh, uh, some of, of these great restaurants in the city, and hope people go out and check out this food. Like if you never had Jamaican food or African food or just good old fashioned uh, soul food in the city, these are this is a great chance to expose yourself throughout all next week, and uh, hopefully go back again throughout the year and the year after. Mm-hmm. You know, I shared something on your Facebook page about this uh, cookbook. I guess highlighting some black yes. chefs in the yeah. south. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm really interested in that and, like, trying to find... I would love to, like, interview some black chefs throughout the country. There's one in uh, Santa Monica, uh-huh. Naisha. She's been on Top Chef, I think. She has a new restaurant called Native that looks amazing. Then there's Eduardo Jordan, who's nominated for James Beard out in Seattle. He has two restaurants. One's called June Baby. It's this redefined modern twist on soul food. A lot of stuff comes from his family's recipes. He does chitlins in a different way. It looks really fantastic. So there's a lot of interesting black chefs yeah. throughout the country doing some really great things. And so in other words, that book that you sent me, mm. and thank you for doing that, posting that on my social media, is that you're saying there are other versions of this book that could be done, yeah. highlighting mm-hmm. other um, African-American yeah. chefs. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like, how many black chefs get nominated for James Beard Award? Maybe one or two? Yeah. I Mostly one a year or something like that. That's how yeah. there's that, that many chefs of color in, in the country yeah. alone. So, but congratulations to the one, Eduardo Jordan. Really check out his stuff. June Baby is this most recent restaurant. He has another one also in Seattle, Solare, I think it's called. Mm. So if you ever go to Seattle, definitely check it I out. Oh gosh, now I'm going to be, emba- I, I have to say, embarrassed Lee mm. that I've never been to Seattle. Really? No. Pike's Fish Market and no, all that? I haven't wow. done it. Nope. Um, like, I was talking about doing this thing 
once I get a little money, more money in my pocket, where I just go on trips to restaurants around the country. So I fly out, and then uh, fly eat, out, eat, and fly back out. Fly again back, maybe here? stay the night, fly back out. Wow, just do that. I've been thinking about that. That'd be kind of fun to do. Like you know, go to June Baby on a Friday or Saturday, and then come back. And write about it. Yeah. I think it should be some something that's like, yeah. where is... Because there's so many interesting restaurants around the country right now doing some really fun things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and some places are cheap to fly, you know, lately. You know, you sign some deals on Frontier or something. So why not, right? Take a backpack and go and fly back. I love that idea, Tariq. Is there any way that you could get some, you know, assistance yeah. from... What about your uh, editor? A source. What? Your editor. Maybe your editor can work out something. Oh, well, with me? Oh, yeah. to get me to, to, to be able Talk to Talk to your that? editor, yeah. Yeah. I think people will enjoy that for us to go out and well, do this, sure. and like do a whole like despise Instagram. Have to, I think we'd have to to fund it ourselves, though. That's what I. We think. can get some sponsors. Some sponsors, yeah. Okay, Malort maybe. Malort. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what we do? We after each meal, we take a picture with Malort. Oh sure. Yeah, I think they yeah. would enjoy that as a right. sponsor. So, but again, Black Milwaukee Black Restaurant Week kicks off next week, April fifteenth to twenty first. Uh, we'll post the schedule and all the restaurants at our website. Next up, it's a really cool partnership that's happening mm-hmm. with the uh, Milwaukee County the Traveling Beer Garden and a certain barbecue joint that's been labeled, been named by several publications, one of the best barbecue joints in the country. One of 50 barbecue joints. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, what's going on? Who yeah, is it? okay, let me tell you, let me tell you. So everybody's thinking spring right now, right? So that mm-hmm. means... Whether it feels like spring, the traveling beer garden is gonna is yeah. gonna start. Of course, it's not gonna start for another month. May sixteenth is is the be- the first date you're gonna see them out, and it, there's a couple changes this year. I think I could, they're, they're gonna make it more accessible to people. If you want to come, get a beer, listen to the entertainment, mm-hmm. and have something to eat and hang out for a while. So they've have, they have a new food partnership with Iron Grade Barbecue. Uh, so Aaron Patton is going to be out or his team is going to be out um, with their food truck. Now, tell me if that that's not Edna. That's Roxanne, right? Edna is the one that's stationary. Yeah. So I yeah. think it's Roxanne. Or there could be a, a, I think another one. one. Have you been to the new location? Yes. Yeah. I think there's, mo- there's another mo- okay. one out well, there. <clears throat> he has a mobile, at least one mobile. I one think it's Roxanne is the mobile one. You know, he, he. this is another thing. If you do, I mean, he, that would be a great. Yeah. Keep on the red light. So maybe he has a red light for that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I, I love the idea of a food truck for a mm-hmm. wedding or something like mm-hmm. that. And he does a lot of that stuff. Yeah. He does weddings, cater, caters weddings. And you need like to that, do uh, radio stations more often. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, just tell me yeah. the radio station with barbecue. Yeah. So he'll be on hand, um, and you've you've mentioned some of the things that you've had when when you found him at certain events, yeah. right? Beef tips. I yeah, would love it's to like think rib he tips. He's going to have the rib the tips, and I'm probably sure he's going to do like some pulled pork sandwiches right. or something. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also going to be uh, you know other types of outdoor food like pretzels and brats and Polish sausage every night, but. I think the best part of this is that Iron Grade's going to be there, too. And the Traveling Beer Garden for 2018, as I said, starts May 16th. And they're going to make 14 stops um, in Milwaukee County Parks in 2018. So you can actually go to the county parks and see a schedule and find out exactly where they're going to be. So it's Sprecher, right? Still Sprecher? Yeah, it's Sprecher. And... um, the hours are like Monday through Friday, 5 to 10, and then Saturdays and Sundays and holidays, it's 11 to 10. So it's all okay. day. Um, so they spend a week at one park, basically. That, I think, I think that's how it works. Okay. 
Um, no, each this is. I'm sorry. There's a new format. Um, each stop is going to be for three weeks. That's for the new roll out the barrel okay. format. Um, and and it, that allows for an addition of a fifth stop. So the roll out the barrel tour is going to end at Juno Park on Labor Day weekend. So this is going to start March, May 16th and end on Labor Day weekend. And when it ends on Labor Day weekend, it's going to be during Harley Davidson's 115th anniversary. Next up, uh, we talked about this uh, lovely, talented chef, Chef Anna. Uh, yeah. She, she used she, to run this uh, place called Kasana. Kasana Cafe. And it was in the old or part of the old Laboo. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the third ward on Broadway. But she's and, been doing these pop-ups lately. Yeah, and she was doing something at Great Lakes Distillery, mm-hmm. too. But um, she's doing a pop-up dinner series, and coming up on the 27th, Friday the 27th, she's doing a Friday night fish dinner pop-up. Um, not to be confused with a Friday night fish fry pop-up. So she's partnering um, with this place called Vellabon Coffee and Cycle. I have never been there. It's on. It's at 3618 West Pierce Street, Next to the Urban Ecology Center. Okay. So this is a Friday night fish dinner. First course is a gazpacho, which is a cold tomato soup. soup. Hey, I'm getting really excited for summer because when you start talking about gazpacho, this means that the weather is actually I think I never training. had gazpacho. I, I really love it. I, I love don't know. It. There's something about cold soup that bothers me. Oh, I love cold soup. What, like at first, what? I think I think I had, what was that soup? The other cold Fichy soup? Soir. Yeah, I had like, that. ordered that. I didn't know it was cold. I was like, oh my God. What the, you know? Yeah. Oh, it, it, it totally catches you off guard mm. if you if you think it's going to be yeah. hot. You're like, what? Yeah. But yeah. So on. so anyway, this is a cold tomato soup that has um, roasted red peppers. Uh, she's got chilies, garlic, almonds, and parsley. And she's topping hers with um, serrano ham, shrimp, and manchego, mm, which is a little different ham. way of doing it. Serve it with rustic bread on the side. Second course is a tortilla valenciana. That's a baked potato and egg tort. It comes with mm. salsa verde and a sam- salmon chive ricotta paste. Mm. Third course, you're getting right into the fish. It's a coconut oil sautéed wild caught, wild caught cod loin huh. encrusted on almonds. Encrusted, oh, so crusted with almonds and cassava flour. And she's serving it with a side of sautéed leeks, seared squash, and light queso fresco saffron sauce. And then for dessert, she's doing an arroz con leche, which is a rice pudding with egg cream and topped Mm. with cinnamon bourbon chantilly. And uh, yeah, that sounds quite lovely, actually. Mm. And when is this again? This is uh, April 27th. So now, next up, we're going to talk about uh, Potawatomi. More importantly, one of their restaurants, Dream Dance. What's happening there? Well, they just came out with their spring and summer menu. Uh, in anticipation of this, you know, wonderful season of warm weather that we have coming up, and I just happened to be taking a gander at mm. it, looking at this menu, and um, I saw kangaroo on the menu, which I don't, I don't see very often kangaroo no. on the menu. Which um, when I have had it, it's reminded me of it's it's reminded me of like elk or something. I'm really lean, yeah, you know, lean. usually prepared like that. So if you have it, you want to have it more medium rare. Medium rare. Mm-hmm, Is so it served in a pouch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people don't like that one, but that, anyway, that would be very dis- discomforting if I if like a, a bag, it. kind know, of that baking bag. You know. Wow, wouldn't that be rubbing your face in it? <laughs> So the way that they're offering it at Dreams and Steak is you can have seared kangaroo uh, as an appetizer, and it comes with English peas, black rice, sweet onion fondue, and mint. That's an appetizer. Um, and and you know that at Dream Dance Steak, 
They have, you know, you can pick from their selection mm. of steaks and chops, which one you want, yeah. how you want it prepared. They also have an option of, of kangaroo loin that you can have. And then, Have you ever had kangaroo by any chance? I this is why yes I've I've had it I've had seared kangaroo did you like loin. it I did that's why I'm saying it reminds me of kind of like the gamey kind of uh, no it was pretty mild oh but I but it was lean it tastes like that's duck? what I remember no and it didn't taste like chicken either <laughs> but um, I I thought it was really delicious I know some people are are uncomfortable with that um you know there mm. there are people that that might think that you know eating kangaroo is they're very violent creatures, by the way. So, I mean. Well, there are people in Australia where, you know, this, this meat is exported from Australia. Yeah. I mean, think of it. It's, um, it's kind of like their cows over there, right? right? Well, but there's people that, that are, are proponents of it and, and they say that, um, that you know, kangaroos are actually um, humanely sla- slaughtered. Mm-hmm. I suppose slaughtered is probably not the most politically correct of words. But, I mean, they're killed in a very humane way. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also, the Australian kangaroos live natural lives. So it's very sustainable. They're, yes, they eat organic food. And um, th- those advocates say that it actually, the, 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 the indigenous wild kangaroos don't require any extra land or water for farming and they don't emit any methane, which is a, which is a harmful greenhouse <laughs> so gas. So basically you're saying kangaroo don't fart. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there are lots of reasons, in other words, that, that that there are environmental benefits. And I'm not saying this coming from me. I'm saying that advocates say this. And what do they call these people? Well, there <laughs> there are people that um, that will only eat kangaroo meat. So they're they're vegetarians. Otherwise, they've they've shunned any other meat except mm. for kangaroo. And they're called they're people that practice kangatarianism. So they're kangatarians. Hmm. Yeah, for these reasons. Okay, it's interesting. I haven't had kangaroo. I would love to try it. I'm really interested. Well, you know, hop on over to... Uh-huh. I know, I, I pulled that right <laughs> out from under you because I know you wanted to say that. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, our Stone Creek, best uh, known for coffee, is doing something a little different with their upcoming new location. Uh, and mm-hmm. what is that? And what new location? And where is this? New yes, location? for the last several months, they have been at work on a location on Downer Avenue, Downer and Park Place. It's a spot that's across from Sendix, if you're mm-hmm. familiar with that area. And they've been kind of transforming an old bank building because it's going to have an indoor outdoor patio mm-hmm. there. And uh, it's not going to be just any Stone Creek Cafe, Tariq, because, and and they plan to open that cafe around, I'm, I believe it's May 11th is the rollout okay. date. And it's also going to be a, one of uh, the locations that has their new Project Eat menu. It's a, it's a whole new initiative they're doing um, with... Because none of, none of Stone Creek's actually serve food. Well... They well, I mean, yeah. have bagels and... Yeah, you can get scones and yeah, but and, like like kind of hot food. Well, can't you get can't you get oats like oatmeal something like yeah. that? Yeah, but I mean you know no, yeah, right. It's not like you can go in and order an omelet or yeah. a sandwich or something mm-hmm. or something like that. Right, exactly. So exactly, <laughs> there's going you got so yolks. Gonna, <laughs> yuck yuck. Uh, so they are rolling out Project Eat. It's going to start with uh, they they're making their own yogurt, so you can. Doll it up with they must have an granola. Pot. They have, they must have an instapot. Yeah, they must because you can make yogurt, yogurt in an instapot. instapot. Uh, you know they'll have all these different toppings for the yogurt. They're doing egg sandwiches um, on brioche buns that they're making right in their bakery, mm. 
and um, also the Liège style waffles. Now we've talked about that kind of waffle. It's press. Does those press well. does that kind of waffle? It has Belgian pearl sugar mm-hmm. on and the that's and that so little it, crispy yes, kind of sweet, crispy sweet mm-hmm. texture on the outside, which I love. And they're going to be doing those, and they're going to do them in sweet and savory versions of mm. these waffles. And I think the whole premise of this is, you know, it's kind of like a commuter breakfast at the same time as it's one where you can, you know, sit down and maybe take your time, but also it's an easy one to kind of get and, mm. put, you know, take on your way. Right. Um, and they're, so they're going to have that menu, Downer Avenue, um, Stone Creek, and then in mid to late summer, the factory location near the intermodal mm-hmm. station is also going to serve this menu. Right on the light, light, light rail, right on the streetcar line. Yeah. You just yeah. hop right on, mm-hmm. you know, grab your sandwich and coffee and hop right on the streetcar. And car. that's going to be starting up in this fall. Wow. Can you believe that? So much happening. Imagine pop-ups on the streetcar. Wow. Could you imagine, Tariq? I said it here. I'm patting it. So I if wonder, you do it, I wonder what we kind will of sue you. you need to have. No, I it's, it's true. But 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 maybe there's a way to to, yeah. to set something up with. What's different? Like if you're a food if you have a food cart license or food truck license, why can't you do it on a streetcar? But by the same logic, does that mean that you could do a pop up on a city bus? Yeah, why not? So it's patent. This bus is patented. So if you use this, we will come after you with our lawyers. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Well, that concludes this week's edition of This Bites. Uh, if you want more information about what we talked about, you know what to do. Head over to their website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Don't forget to subscribe to the This Bites podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or anywhere you get your podcasts at RadioMilwaukee.org. Until uh, next week, stay hungry and keep the Malort cold. Yes. Don't forget Malort Fest coming soon. Chicago, yeah. Illinois. And Tariq's Malort-infused bourbon Cake. Uh, sweet potato pie. Yeah. We're going, I got tickets from Malort Fest, actually. We got them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're going. All right, Tariq. Have a great one. All right. Take care. Uh, this Bites is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance. Subscribe to the podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast or on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts.